Welcome to Human Design Explained, the Kingdom of Purpose. I'm Karina and in this podcast, I will show you how your unique essence can be embraced through the lens of your beautiful chart. I will share real life stories and practical solutions that will support you in transforming your life in alignment with your magical design. I cannot wait for you to experience this magic, so fasten your seatbelts and brace for impact. When you are new to human design system and you basically discover that you are a projector, reflector, generator, or even manifesting generator, and then you learn about the manifester type, there might be a thought like, oh, I would love to be a manifester. They have this big, visible, impactful energy that can initiate others into something new. And these are true and beautiful traits, but there are also many really painful aspects of being a manifester that can make them totally hidden, not heard, ignored, and even invisible. So in today's episode, I want to talk about four visibility issues in manifestors' life and what might be a reason for this happening. And I will share a possible solution to this problem. So this topic was actually inspired by my dear manifestor client. So I would like to start with a story, which I can share with you guys with her permission, and also my story, because they are in some way connected. I got a message from client, voice message, sharing her experience about something which happened at her job. So after work, you know, when you work in some company, in corporation, they're often like you go out with your colleagues from work, you go somewhere maybe to drink a beer, in general, in those kind of social gathering situations. And my client told me that she lost herself completely in this group that she felt really ignored when she tried to speak and share her opinions or her insights or whatever, even if more casual way, it felt like she got really ignored and completely like not seen. And the next day also, physically, her voice was kind of scratchy and she could feel like the lump in her throat. And that it feels like her yeah, the throat and her actually expressions are blocked through the throat center. And to kind of visualize what is my client's energy, she's a manifester with two channels in her chart, but there are channels which are directly manifesting channels. So 35, 36 and 2145. So there is this big energy directly connected to the throat. So it's about powerfully sharing feelings with others. And this regal energy as well that can support people through sharing an education. And very shortly said, this energy, this combination is basically the queen of feelings. My client also has two, four profile. So even if a second line as a hermit, they are kind of shy and in their own world. Her body is really like 
attracting people and her body is really friendly. So actually these people with this profile are very visible, very often discovered and seen, even if there is a part of them consciously that just wants to do its own thing and not be disturbed. But here, if you have this energy, you will be noticed. Uh, People will notice if you kind of disappeared. So for a manifester with this kind of powerfully manifesting energy and this profile, what happened here? What happened with this potential? And this situation is not the first situation of her that she felt that way. So for a manifester, our voice and our action and our expression are somewhat natural aspect of our nature. Yet so many of us do not feel it, do not see it in the world. When you hear the description of manifester, wow, it sounds amazing. It's like this powerful presence and visible, maybe being feared a little bit or, you know, not really always welcomed, but still visible. And when it's not like that, when we feel like we are not seen and not visible, we may feel like something is wrong with this big energy and it's not in us. We may question like, am I really a manifester? So... I totally resonate with my client's story because for me, when I was younger and I didn't know about human design, I also felt like I am too big for others in a wrong way. I would often be shushed in the group or even in one-on-one situation, like I should talk quieter or be less because I am too much. Sometimes I was also ignored when I spoke. Or people would even get annoyed and kind of triggered. And it felt like my whole essence was completely rejected. And I remember thinking that if I could not speak at all or very little, you know, then maybe it would seem like I am more mysterious. And because of it, I would be noticed because I'm not speaking. And also to help you kind of illustrate my energy, um, my chart... Uh, also has only two channels and one of it is 1949 which is emotional energy of being sensitive to the needs of my tribe and also this sensitivity to being rejected as well and another part of me which is split from this emotional energy comes from this manifesting energy in channel 2145 and this energy supports others on the material plane so Basically, my essence is the queen of sensitivity. And I could feel it that this part of me, this sensitive nature, but also somebody who deserves this respect because it's big. And I'm not wanting to say that any other channel is not or something, but that was just in my genes, in my aura. And yet it was completely not expressed. It was just a potential. So you see, based on these two stories, my client and mine, this is a situation where actually it's opposite to the description of powerful manifester, queen, energy, you know, initiator. And the queens are not ignored. They gather people together. Um, They initiate action. But queen can also abdicate. And that's what basically happened here. 
this abdication actually starts for a manifester already in childhood. So what actually went wrong? Firstly, when we come back to our childhood, because of our energy to just start things, to take action, and we're like uncontrollable, unpredictable beings, our parents want to control it. They are afraid that something might happen and it's just, there's so much control and very often punishment for us taking action or speaking or the way we speak. Maybe our parents or caregivers didn't like the way of our communication. Maybe they were afraid of it on an unconscious level. So we would get punished or just, yeah, controlled to this level that for our nervous system, forming from the very first breath, literally doing, speaking and taking space and acting means death to our nervous system. It's dangerous, will be rejected. So our nervous system learns how to like protect us, to force us to behave in a way which will help us to avoid this pain. So first, maybe as a kid, we, we were pushing against it. We still had this fight in us. So our nervous system would go into this fight then later maybe of flight response, it sometimes goes together. And these two states for a longer time, if we sustain them, this fighting or flighting, flighting, I think that's a word, we may freeze and hide. That's another response. This is all protection mechanism from our body. So very often manifestors, which I know are saying like, I'm not taking action. I cannot, I am frozen, nothing happens in my life, I feel powerless to change. So maybe when we are with people, other people, because of it, we are not visible to them. Because if we would be visible, that for nervous system means that, yeah, it's dangerous. So it is a protection, but it is not helping us grow and align to our true nature. So maybe as manifester, we will still be noticed because, yeah, our aura is impactful and pushes outwards, but our true expression is still rejected. It's invisible. That's something to think about. So that was the first reason what can happen to us manifestors and the issues with the visibility. Secondly, the group setting. So manifestors do not belong to groups. They are designed to come in and go out after some time, not stay too long, because otherwise they may lose themselves. Now, example of a manifestor with the channel 2145, like in my example, my client, who has this role of being an educator, actually of a bigger group, but it's not designed to be part of it. And queens and kings are not designed to be a part of the tribe, actually. Not like other people. They are a little bit outside. There's always this separation energetically. Of course, it doesn't mean that they are not connected because they can have beautiful connection, but their frequency is based on something different and it has different purpose. And when you accept that, 
you change what you actually expect also from the group setting. You take different role where you can still embrace and create this beautiful connection with people. So, for example, in my client's situation, when she's able to align herself with the frequency of her design, so sharing and educating, and she would gather people together, because this is the keynote of the energy of the queen, 45, to gather together, just for that, to hold space based on the rules in her own kingdom, maybe as a woman's circle where you can share and she initiates it, or human design gathering in her city to connect maybe fellow manifestors. It is a little bit like organizing a ball in a castle. It is different than trying to fit into a random group of colleagues, even though they are nice and great and it's nice to spend time with them like going for a beer after work, but then you know that in this group setting, you have a different role and you put yourself into a different role. So then your powerful queen energy, so part of your essence is ignored because you do not allow yourself act like one. And it doesn't mean that you cannot have those informal gatherings, but then you understand that this is not exactly the way of how your essence shines. Maybe it's also connecting with somebody and talking, sharing about feelings, but then you have this purpose and something which can allow you to embrace your essence from the 3536 channel, to have some adventure, to share the stories and the experience of that. So that can be the practical way how you can align it. And if you go for a beer after work, you then don't worry. You just be and see how your body feels. And when it doesn't feel good, maybe you have to leave because you, as a manifester, are not designed to be constantly in the groups. That's just our nature. The third thing is leaking energy because of your open centers. As a manifester, you need to respect your voice, respect your message. You do not have to have gate 45, so being this archetype of tribal king or queen. As a manifester, you have powerful communication and action energy anyway. And this comes from different channels. But you leak this energy because of doing the things that are not important to you. You do not listen to your inner authority because your mind has different reasons to speak and communicate and act. So when you have an open head and you answer everybody's questions or follow each inspiration, you lose the potency of your voice and initiation because this behavior is draining and you actually lose focus on what is important to you. So maybe you want to speak and share because you have an open G-Center. And through your communication, you are actually looking for love and acceptance through others. Or when you have an undefined splenic center, you want to speak and share to feel safe and just because you want to belong, right? So in your communication, you are kind of grasping attention in a clingy way. Something like, please hear me, otherwise I feel abandoned kind of energy. You may not say those words, but this is basically what comes from the tone of your voice or the way you move the energy in the room. Maybe you want to sound smart, 
because your mind is basically telling you that you are stupid and you do not have consistent and inspiring way of thinking and maybe telling stories. So you speak from this place because of your undefined Ajna center. Or when you have an undefined solar plexus center, maybe the way you speak is overly polite, calculated to not trigger anybody so you do not have to deal with their emotional reaction towards you or the way you say things or what you say to them. With undefined heart center, you speak from the place of proving yourself because Actually, deep down, you do not feel worthy of being heard, so you try way too hard. Or when you communicate to get rid of the pressure, just to say something you want, to share as fast as you can, because maybe you will forget it, or actually you are not being patient because of what? Of undefined root center. And on top of that, not knowing when enough is enough with any of the reasons and action mentioned before because as a manifester you have an open sacral center if you communicate because of these mind reasons you are invisible because it is not you speaking and people can really feel it it is you're not self speaking not a powerful manifester you are at your core and energetically, it is obvious. Maybe people do not register it consciously, but they act and react in response to this energy. So what to do? Firstly, it is actually better not to speak and act at all than to do it from this reasoning of the mind based on your open centers. At least you won't leak the energy, which is so precious to you. The fourth reason is the wrong person or tribe in your life. If you do not speak based on your mind, but from your authority, from your essence, and you still feel like you are invisible and rejected, then it is time to initiate new connections that can truly appreciate who you are. In my case, or my client's case, both fourth lines in our profile, she is 2-4 and I am 4-6, we actually get opportunities through the correct network of people. People we know, people we care about, friends, family, and people who know people. So the wrong network means lack of influence. It is our responsibility to change that. We go first, and because we are going first, we are prone to rejection. And some people will reject us. And I know it is very scary, but to claim our essence and place in this world. As manifester, we need to take action and initiate something new to create a container big enough for this big energy. And nobody will do it for us. So how to claim your voice and action mode back as a manifester? First, and I think the most important step, you need to teach your nervous system that it is actually safe to show up and to speak, to claim your place. And this is my process of healing as well. So I was hidden for a very, very long time 
It was full seven years. And just about a year ago, I started to work with my nervous system, with stretching its capacity for more and more visibility uh, in taking those small steps and showing that I am not dying, <laughs> that it is safe, that actually people love me and care about me and they are happy to receive my message. It wasn't easy, but that's the only way that sometimes you really need to slowly go out of your comfort zone, but only if it's confirmed by your inner authority. That's really important to not force it. You need to be ready for that and you can know it through your strategy and your authority. Here I would also love to acknowledge that this podcast wouldn't have happened if not for this beautiful connection with my manifestor client, her sharing about her feelings and experiences, this little crisis in the workplace and in her world, this just inspired me so much to create this episode and to start to share it as a podcast. But also, I understand why it happened that way. If you look at our charts together combined, you have this connection chart. We have a channel together, electromagnetic, the channel of wavelength, design of a talent. And my client has the gate 48 in light of action. This is the gate of depth. And I have gate 16, which is about skills. And in connection with my client, I am able to share this depth of solutions with enthusiasm. Thanks to this exchange of energy, the talented art form can be created. And this is a logical art, providing this depth of solutions. And these are practical solutions because in the gate 48. And therefore, because of it, you listen to the first episode of my podcast. Wow, what an impact. And I always know that when I work with another manifestors, and even if they are actually my clients and I coach them uh, through our sessions, I know that my life will change because this impact goes both ways. So I am really grateful to the beautifully impactful Yagoda for this. And if you listen now and you're a manifestor, I want you to know that you are visible. You change the lives of others, even if you do not see it yet. Claim it in yourself first, even if no one can acknowledge it yet. I love you and I see you. If you have problems in the area of your visibility and claiming your unique expression, I offer a beautiful private coaching container where you can align yourself with your unique magic. I practically help you to bring your essence to this world based on your life experience, your hero's journey. And I weave this story through the lens of human design chart. But first, I want to hear your story. Let's talk about what you might be struggling with. For now, I'm offering you a free consultation Zoom call to decide what could be the best way to approach your situation. I want to help you solve your problems. And if you want that, the link to register for a 45 minutes free session and my full supportive attention is in the show description. So go and click it now and I will see you on my screen very soon.